Hey everyone, it's Kayla Coleman, the Chief Operating Officer of the Tyler Miller team, and I am here with another Agent Spotlight. Today I have the beautiful Lauren Cottrell oh, with me. It. Hello, thank you for having of me. Of course, I've been anticipating having you, and I, I know I asked you a few weeks ago, and then you were like, no, I have some other things coming, so I want to wait. And I was like, okay, fine, we can wait. We got this. But we got it now. Yes. How's your day going? It's going good. It's about, it's just starting. Just starting. Yeah, I'm coming off of a 18-hour day yesterday. Oh. So a little slower morning, but I have a big day, so it's it's good. What's in your smoothie? It's not a smoothie. Oh. It's actually one of those, like, fitness powder drinks. drinks. Like, That's I just okay. put it in there because I didn't take time for breakfast. That's and if I don't take time for food, I can't think. And then you'll be hangry, and that's not good. No one likes a hangry Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to hop on here with me. Um, we didn't ask how your day is going. Oh, I'm doing good. I'm tired, yeah. but I'm good. Yeah, we have a busy week here. Oh. Just work and personal, so it's one of those weeks, but we're we going to get through it. late, I think. We're we going to get this. through it. It's, oh. it's almost done. I, I mean, we don't want to look for the end, but it's almost done. So <laughs> goals, um, you've had a busy 30 days. I mean, you're always busy, but the last 30 days mm -hmm. you've been super busy. So we're going to talk a little bit through it. Um, so you've had six buyer meetings. Yeah. What the heck? Where did they come from? Where did they come from? What are you doing? Talk right. me through it. Uh, talk you through it. I guess it's just staying focused yeah. and um, putting in the work not just for one day for multiple months yep uh, maybe even a year yeah so um i th it they just come out of nowhere you know it's on the buyer's timeline sellers or buyers it's on their timeline yep. so staying in front of people and just making forming relationships yeah. and then they eventually come around and say hey i'm seeing your content i'm seeing what's going on in the market let's talk about it yeah. and then we figure out that now's a good time to get a strategy like a plan in place and yep yeah then you roll with it then you roll with it two of those six turned into accepted I, you maybe are getting yep to we're gonna get podcast. to that we'll get to that okay all right i'll stop no 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 you can talk about it but no like we I call you the queen of the long game yeah. because you understand that it's a long game and hold on to those people. Like you might have more people in your database than other people on the team because you know if you just stay in front of them, whether it's information about the market or whatever it might be, mm -hmm. you know that they're going to come around to you because you know that you've done your job and provided value for, for them. For sure. And I, I don't take no very easily no you and that's don't. part of a long game too don't you yeah, think? yeah a hundred percent like you're telling me no right now but it might not be no tomorrow yep Things a lot of change. people hear no and they're like uh, 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 and they hang up the phone mm -hmm. where if you hear no you're like well tell me more yeah like and did you just hang up on me oh my goodness <laughs> let me let it, it was on me let, let's talk about this <laughs> i love that because you're like they hung up on me and i'll be like call them back hey i think we got disconnected i'm not taking this personal but let me tell you something give me a second <laughs> i love it because like you we used to have to force you to make phone calls and what what was the word that i got we got to go to tyler about this we should have been the prepared. word on the my award oh phonophobia oh yeah it's or like other. the fear of the phone whatever that word is yeah, yeah. but we're over we buried it. that you buried it, you crush it on call nights, and so that's all that matters. Yes. 
Um, okay, cool. We'll come back to some of your buyers. Okay. But um, you also have met with five different business partners. So tell me about a little bit of blah, 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 blah. a little bit about those people. Right. What where you're finding them, what you're trying to do in those meetings. Yeah. Kind of go from there. I've been trying to okay, so being a realtor, I've come to find out you were kind of all over the place. Like <laughs> some more than others. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, I'm trying to, to meet with so many people. There's so many business partners I know. that you can meet with, right? I know. So I've been a little trying to be a little more strategic with it. Yeah. And um for for this, let's just recently I have been kind of meeting with my business partners when I can do more than one thing of just sitting and meeting with the business partners. So um kind of strategizing. I don't know where I can focus in with this, but um, just staying connected with them as well. And then building on those relationships yeah. and moving them into open houses, like yeah. doing a business meeting in an open house. Right. How many birds am I killing? Should I be saying that? Birds I'm killing in one. That's fine. <laughs> You're killing you know all what? the birds with yeah. one stone. <laughs> yeah. So I'm meeting buyers, introducing them with my business partners. You right. Know? Um, and then also setting a game plan up for future yeah. within that. So I'm trying, we have so much to do. And like, I feel like when you meet people, like for a business partner meeting, like you talk about certain things. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like empty promises, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to do this for these people. But then if they come and they get to like meet you at an open house and talk through it at an open house, they can actually see you in action. Like if somebody comes in like, holy Hannah, you actually one, know what you're talking about. And two, you're super informative. So yeah, if I have a random lead come over, I'm going to send it your way. Exactly. Like action taking within right. my business partner meetings. So. I actually really like that. Yeah. I and feel like I don't hear a lot of people doing that. Like a lot of times it's over coffee or lunch. So like mm -hmm. doing it in that sense is a little And different. I did lots of that at the beginning and I figured okay. out like meeting with them while I'm in action, they can see like the true Lauren because I get in my head. Right. I mean, I was scared of you the leave a coffee phone. meeting and you're like, do you actually like me or mm -hmm. are you just like saying it? Yeah. Yep. And then also like setting appointments, like treating my business partners as I do my my buyers and sellers. So like, when are we meeting next? What are what's the game plan with you? Because mm -hmm. I'm not going to drop you if yep. I like you. If you like them. Ooh. If you like them <laughs> and if it's a good fit. If it's a good it fit. has to be a good fit. You can't force shitty relationships yeah. in this business yeah. you just can't and please don't take that as i have anybody that i've met that's shitty like it's nothing no, no, I'm no. like oh don't like quote me i've met amazing people right. and i try to stay in contact with but everybody. you're not a good fit with everybody and yeah. it's just it is what it is yeah i mean it's the same here right like some people don't mesh as great together we all get along yeah. but some people just don't mesh as well together yep. same with buyers and sellers one buyer could reach out to you and they might have a better relationship or conversation with a different agent on our team and that's okay yep. like at least we're still helping them and that's what we all care about yeah for sure connecting and and then those business meetings turn into more business meetings because you vibe and yeah. you can yeah keep it rolling I love it I love it um okay you've had two accepted offers as well yeah. Tell me the story behind the buyers. If whatever you want to feel free to tell, um, you know, where you met them, how long you've been kind of in contact with them and the story to the happy ending. Yeah, it kind of connects with those those buyers meetings. Some mm -hmm. of those are when you're meeting with someone, it might not be immediate. Yep. 
it, it could be that long term, but at least they're we're meeting each other in person. It's not just over the phone. Right. So a couple of those meetings turned into a very quick process. It was like, here, let me yeah. tell you about the market we're in right now. Tell me about you. I need to know what's how I can help you best. Um, and lead those conversations and showings and get the process going sooner than later. Some yep. people think that they don't need to plan too much and you can just go pop in a house and you're going to find the one. There's yeah. their strategy behind it. Yep. So two of those people, I met with them. We got in houses instantly and then we got under contract within the 30 days. Yeah. So there's some of the long game and there's some of the short game and I think it had to do a lot with like the rates at the time the time of the year there wasn't a lot of people looking so it's just it's not that you got lucky it was just the timing worked out yep for everybody at that point yeah just building those relationships over the phone finally getting in front of someone mm -hmm. and saying hey let's really talk about this I feel like people open up to you a little bit more mm -hmm. when you do those buyers meetings and then you can really like give them what they need yeah that's that's the biggest yep. thing is just connecting so that I can they'll give me the time of day so two accepted offers we were in multiples with one wow um didn't want to be the clients that was another thing that when I got to know what they were looking for um they didn't want to be in competition so they were holding out yeah and it's like we can let me help you navigate let me give you the reassurance that I can do this for you right it's not on you it's so did they want to pull job. when they found out you were in multiples no because no no, okay. I think I just re reassured reiterated, them. Uh, yeah. reiterated that we got this. And yeah. What we can do if you want to do it. Yeah. This is what we can do. So how do you win in the multiple offer? What do you think stood up out about you or your process that maybe made you win or was it all terms? I kindly was told it's so nice when listing agents tell you give you a little feedback yeah. on why you got accepted and that agent was kind enough to tell me that it looked like I had most of my duck like <laughs> I shouldn't say most. He said, you have your thing. It looks like you have all of your things in place. Oh, this is the agent that texted you right after you got the offer accepted, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And when we were in, you know, it was it was kind of one of those situations where in multiples, I'm going to deliver this to the sellers, but but you have provided me a very clean, neat um, offer along with many other, along with terms that weren't necessarily what they were looking for. Right. But being able to lead that listing agent to deliver my offer to his sellers in the way I wanted him to because yeah. what, we're the we're the obvious choice. We are. <laughs> and I think that's the thing. Like, a lot of people that are listening agents, they think they have to be cold and, and harsh and be like, nope, don't want to share that, don't want to tell you any of that. And it's like, you can tell us anything yeah, as long as you have permission from your seller. But giving feedback on why they chose you or maybe even if you lost in that scenario, why your offer didn't win is huge, you it's know? Huge. Like for future it's future so you know what's going on in that market in the area because if your buyer did lose out on that offer they're probably still going to be looking in the neighborhood with all of these other buyers that mm -hmm. lost so like telling you where you might have been able to do better yeah i mean and it varies by seller and listing agent but yeah it could help the day we were on a route of a bunch of showings for this specific buyer, we saw we saw the same buyers after us and Isn't before us for funny? the showings. We're like, oh hi, it's you guys again. So we could, you know, we don't we don't know too much. It's just letting the listing agent know we're a team. Like if we're gonna work together and get to the closing table, we're a team. Yeah. And I want to reassure you, we're that that's how I run my business. I think it's perfect. Everybody should run it that way. Yeah. It's we're all working for the common good of getting yep. everything to closing. We don't need to be petty. We don't need to be rude. We don't need to 
there's people that are mean out there and it's like we don't need to go there well it's quite obvious i'm working for my buyer and you're working for your seller yep so like confidentiality for sure but how are we going to come together and make this magic to closing table so quick closings too anyways I love it. <laughs> I can keep going. I love no, talking you're about good. all um, So one thing that I have been thinking about lately when I was anticipating having you on the podcast, I don't think I know the reason that you made the jump from bartending to real estate. Yeah. So you bartended for how many years? Um, since I think I was 18, like when you could. they The managers were pushing me to move out of my comfortable position as a leader in this, this uh, dining service, room, the dining room. Yeah. yeah, I forget what they called it at the time, but um, he wanted me to be a bartender. I'm like, <laughs> I can't even drink. Like, you expect me to mix drinks for people? Right. I can't drink legally, but you want me to mix drinks? Right. I'm like, I don't know any of that stuff over there. That gin, rum, tequila. What? <laughs> I can't. So, did you go to bartending school, or did you just kind of train at the restaurant? TGI Fridays has a really good training system okay um the best of all yeah so no I didn't have to go to bartending school which sold me a little bit more because I was kind of anti-college even I didn't well right I saw a dollar sign and you're like why do I need to go to school to pour drinks like no (laughs) so that worked out well so I think I started around 18 and then worked in the bar all the way through how oh I lose track of time Kayla I'd have to think hard about it but yeah you just turned 33 I think see I don't even know how old 33 so you were bartending for 15 years yeah somewhere around there yep so why'd you leave it because I had a baby boy yes and COVID hit to right around that time oh I suppose so it was just kind of it just worked perfectly where I loved bartending it was a fit Mm-hmm. Uh, once I got through all my doubt and you know, same thing, you know, you, you know, the had typical, that there too. Oh, yeah. That's I so relate crazy. them for sure. So um, I loved it. But yeah, I just couldn't stay up late till like three in the morning, four in the morning. I I work and then get up hard. in the morning with your son and mm-hmm. my bot. Not only was I like like physically, I was physically and mentally drained, you know. Yeah. So a two hour time of rest was not enough to like be ready no so no take care of Wesley and then try and get back to the bar at night like no I knew what I wanted I knew my expectations of a mom to him were and I saw it not being able to mesh yeah so COVID then hit and I'm like all right this is what I'm doing I gotta do something yep so I um I had plenty of time to do my schooling okay Oh, so you did your schooling during COVID? During COVID, yeah. Okay. So, but what made you choose real estate versus, did you always have kind of an itch to get into it? Or? Yeah, and I had a couple friends like telling me they, they were in the industry and saying you would be a really great fit for for the real estate industry. And I'm, I just, I'm like, all right, if I'm going to do something. Yeah. I got to know this is like I got to know what it looked like. Yeah. And I wanted to try it out. And yeah. And you're killing it. Yeah. It's a good fit. It is it's for sure a good fit. It's it's good. And I think that's where it's, it's, it might be hard for you. Like the whole phone thing was a transition because you're used to just being face to face with people mm-hmm. like you're serving people right in front of you left and right. And it's body language. Yeah. All the things. And so if you're trying to tell it over the phone, it's I can't see that. And it makes me. Yeah. 
yeah and people's so tones fun. and on the yeah. phone and whatever yeah the growth from going from bartending to here like I'm just a bigger better person all around and mm-hmm. I've learned so much about myself about yourself about the grow. industry and mm-hmm. everything you've learned a ton in a short amount of time yeah did that answer the question? I get yeah. a rabbit trail. No, you're good. You gotta keep um, track. No, you're good. I so I always do like a little fun segment to break it up. I think Tyler did this too when you did one with him. But I've done different things with different people. So for you, I'm doing this or that. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you two things, and you need to tell me fun. which one, and you can explain a little bit why. I'm gonna start Keyword off strong. A little bit. No, I don't care. We have time. We're good. Um. Elderberry or fermented garlic? Wow. <laughs> How did you come up with that? You are good. <laughs> what a good one. That is hard. I know. You have to pick. How did you know those are my two faves? Well, I knew you liked, for, you do garlic like every morning, right? Not every morning. Oh, my sister. Let's not get crazy. Okay. <laughs> you do it often. And I feel like elderberry kind of falls in that same wheelhouse of crunchy <laughs> i you love that what word, i crunchy. mean <laughs> that's so funny um okay elderberry i have elderberry kombucha kombucha okay, i don't ever say it right because i don't like that word kombucha 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 yes i have that in my fridge it's a staple elderberry so you drink one every day i drink kombucha quite often and i love okay but which one? Oh, it's so you hard. had to pick one or the other Elderberry. Really? Yeah. See, I don't ever hear you talk about elderberry, so I was going to think shocked. you're going to f- pick fermented garlic. That is awesome. Okay. Um, daycare or school? Ooh. Another good one, Kayla. I know. You I was on a roll this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Get me thinking here. Um, uh, School. Yeah. Why? Um, because he loved, he loved daycare though too. I don't know. I- it's not about him though. I mean, it could be about him, but it's, you know, what is better with like your life, you well, know, with like what you're doing. But it is about him because it if is. he's happy, like if he's happy and yeah. thriving and learning. Absolutely. Um, then, then that makes, then it's about, I know then it's about me. Right. right. Yeah. So I'd pick school because he's learning so much. And he he did at daycare. It was a different stage of his life. But I think I get more excited about school because it's like a longer term, you know. He's there long, and it's he's in it for the long run. He's not there for longer. That is a that's the downside okay. of why he's I not pick there daycare. for like he's not there for like long term during the day, but like long term longevity. Yep, he's at school longer. Yeah, so complicated. Those are some good questions, Kayla. Um, I feel like I did the deep ones first. Bartending or realtor? Realtor. Why? Without a doubt. Because there's just so much more. There's the growth mindset that I have. Yeah. I Bartending, another reason why it was the end, I knew it was the end. I had to figure something else out because I was where I, I couldn't move from there. Yeah. I did not want to be a mar- manager. You were capped out on what you were going to make or whatever. I mean. Yeah. And it's not even necessarily about like the money because the money was so easy. Yeah. I definitely took for granted like I didn't know how easy and good I had it. Yeah. I did, but I didn't. Yeah. Real estate because 
there there's so much growth like the sky is the limit in this industry and mm-hmm. I love that yeah and I love that I'm helping other people yeah like it that's the biggest and best is I'm where when you're bartending you're almost hurting people right, exactly like We're you're so, not but you are yeah it like was, it was like I see so much in you and you just want to drink your life away and that's not everybody no like absolutely but not that killed me but I'm sure you had regulars that came mm-hmm. in and you're like come on yeah like go home yes like what are you doing yes so investing in real estate and buying like you're you're helping someone make a home yeah or move into something that helps them build a the sky is the limit. I love Just it. Keep it there. Okay. Snow or rain? Snow or rain. Ooh, snow. Yeah. I, I bet you not. snow. Are you snow too? Yeah, I think so. I hate driving in the rain. So like ice fishing over fishing in, how do we say this? Open water? Open water. I like ice fishing better. I don't really open water fish. I love it. And that's where me and my like best friend vary. Yeah. Because um, she loves open water fishing. Mm-hmm. But when it's warm out, I want to be in the water. Yeah. Ice fishing, like, I I like both. I don't know which one I would put. But, yeah, snow. Snow. Yeah. It's pretty. I love it. I think I have, like, really bad, like, night vision. My night vision has gotten really terrible. So, like, if it's nighttime and it's raining, I'm screwed. Like, I can't see anything. Mm -hmm. And, like, you can't ever see, like, the lanes, the lines, none of it. It all blurs together. If there's snow, you can at least follow someone else's tire tracks, you know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Depending. But, yeah, snow. And, yeah. Rain, I do like rainy days, though. It's a day that we can all, the world kind of settles down a little bit. I also love with the snow how quiet it gets outside. Mm -hmm. Like, the snow, like, dampens all the noises. Mm -hmm. We need a good snowfall. I'm, I'm ready. I'm so ready. Um, road trip or a flying trip? Road trip. Really? I can't even believe I had to like, I. Well, because yeah. I know you just went on like your road trip. Well, I mean, it was like over a year ago now with Wesley. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't sure. I was like, has he been on a plane? Nope. Ooh. Are we going to make that a thing in 2024? It's something that that's a goal. Okay. That is a goal because we can't road trip everywhere. Just him and I. Just you two. No, if you had like. Somebody else with you would be easier. But. Yep. And when we did the road trip yep. down to Alabama, it was like close to a 20-hour trip, Ugh. him and I. But we went with my uncle, my family. My yep. Uncle. It was your uncle. I couldn't remember who it yep. was. And um, super, it was just fun seeing the scenery and different. I always think like, these people live in this state. This is their normal. And wow, is it different. It's kind of cool. It is. Like anywhere that you go, it's like. I always find myself like on vacations it's like oh I want to move here and then it's like if I moved here would I think it's not as special anymore yeah. like does it feel like home yeah does it give you that same like South feeling? Dakota like western South Dakota like it's so beautiful out there and I'm like would I love it as much did you like that road trip by the way oh my god it was so much fun cool. like it was a lot of driving don't get me wrong but it was so beautiful and then after I got after the elevation sickness stuff and all of that but um yeah I there's so many people my age that are traveling internationally right now Mm -hmm. and I'm just like 
yeah, but like there's so much here that I haven't got to see. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like we'll always be, I love flying, don't get me wrong. I love flying into a place and whatever, but I love being able to just pack up my car with everything that I need and not having to worry about getting it under a certain weight or whatever like that. And the crowds too. I think that gets to me a little bit. Yeah. In the airlines, you just, it's unpredictable. It's unpredictable. You're at the mercy of other people. Um, exactly. But you get to see so much more when you're road tripping. Right. Like, oh, hey, we're going to stop here because of whatever. Like, we stopped in a town, and I was like, hey, there's a rodeo in town tonight. You want to go? And it's like, yeah, like, let's do it, you know? Yeah. But um, super fun. Oh, it's so beautiful out there. Yeah. Yep. I think about it a lot. I haven't gone there. You haven't? Uh-uh. Okay, so we went to all the people. So we went out to South Dakota. We did Deadwood because we went out there a few years ago and there happened to be this Oktoberfest thing <clears throat> and it was really cool. And then we continued out through Wyoming and we went to the west side of Wyoming to Jackson Hole and Yellowstone. Yeah. So it was a lot of driving. I mean, it's like nine hours to Deadwood and then it's like nine hours to Jackson. Yeah. So it's a lot. And then the drive home, we came up through Montana and North Dakota to come home. So we kind of did like a big yep. loop-de-loop. But... The last day we drove home, it was like 13 hours. I was going to say, you broke. at least you broke it up. Mm-hmm. And, and that Except for that last day. And then that last day coming back. Because it was like, there's nothing we need to see in North Dakota. Like, I did try and get Tommy to stop in um, Fargo. We got to Fargo, and I was like, can we please just get a hotel for the night? Like, I'm sick of looking out the windshield. And I can't drive at night, so it was like... I drive until the sun goes down, and then Tom takes her. I can drive at night. I just choose not to. Um, but I just get nervous about deer and elk or anything oh, yeah. like that. So yep. we made it home, but it was a long trip. But a it was memory, fun. A memory you'll never a forget. A memory I'll never forget. I should get the pictures back soon, I'm hoping, nice. from our photo shoot we did out there. So yeah, that would be beautiful. It. I love but. following you along that journey, too. It's so fun. I know. Like, there's so many other. And one thing that we were, like, worried the government was going to shut down because the government was, like, going through, like, signing a bill right around when we were out there. And the national parks would have been closed because they're considered, like, federal parks. Mm-hmm. But so we were like, okay, do we just go and risk it if they close? Or we were thinking about going south and going to Utah mm-hmm. um, to go, like, Moab and Arches National Park and stuff like that. Yeah. Because they were like, we're just going to pay to keep our parks open. Like, we'll figure it out later. And I was like, okay, so if all else fails, we just turn left and go south versus going north. So, But it was really cool. Very interesting. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Okay. Um, That's all I had. I just had five of those. But then I wanted to ask you a few other things. So, um, obviously, when you decided to become a realtor... um, just lost every I was like talking and then it went poof gone um you had options because you there's tons of places out there that you could have went to Mm -hmm. so what maybe made you decide to come to the Tyler Miller team and why you're kind of still here today so why did I choose EXP and the Tyler Miller team? Or wh- which the Tyler, just whatever route you want to go with it. I was going to ask you questions about EXP too. But so oh, if you okay. kind of melded together. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So I first was looking. It started with the brokerage, to yeah. be honest. Like okay. that's just the way that. Some people do it backwards, right? Like some people are like, I'm going to go with this team. I don't care where they are. And some people are like, I'm going to. 
I want to go with this brokerage for sure. So that's yeah. interesting to know. Yeah. Yeah. It started with picking the brokerage first. Um, and I didn't know anything about anyone. But, right. Um, I just started somewhere and followed. I used social media to figure out what would maybe be a good fit for me because I can I'm I feel like I'm quite analytical like I like a lot of numbers if it makes sense like I need to make sure my numbers are correct like don't get me wrong but I can't make a decision without seeing those things yes so I think that would consider me yeah. analytical yeah um I, math was my math was my best subject me too school, but I couldn't do it it's not here like another team member of mine that can just of ours we talked about that in my lot or i think i had him on two podcasts ago and i'm like so i know you have some numbers that you'd love to spew at me spill them right like and he just i'm like okay we need to put this on a spreadsheet so i can see it and calculate and make sure like i need it in written form so i can read it 50 times and understand it in the one time you read it exactly yeah so anyways the number i knew that i would need to find the number like make sure it worked but the people i wanted to surround myself with like-minded people, Mm -hmm. growth-minded. And I just found a lot of that within eXp. Maybe other brokerages would be the same or a good fit, but I didn't see it via the avenue I chose, which was social media. So um, I... I was leaning to EXP. It was just kind of like that just makes sense for the way they have everything structured and presented. And um, And then the Tyler Miller team came about Tyler moved right as you were looking at EXP had been like getting licensed got it okay I didn't know that team leader I knew I want to be on a team he's all over social media um I need to meet this guy and see what he's about like this was I need to be in front of him I need to meet him um and and then I just knew it was like a good fit yeah and I knew I wanted to be a part of something that just like EXP I loved that EXP is going to be it's continuing to grow yep um, so I wanted to be a part of that in, at the beginning and just to watch us all grow and evolve into I, big things. And same thing with the Tyler Miller team. Yeah. You know, and, and a good fit personally. Yeah. So I love it. Does that. What was like your, when you met with Tyler, what was like the thing that stuck out the most, do you think, that was like, yeah, I need to be with this guy? Like, was there like one thing or was it just kind of everything? It's definitely with me everything like yeah. in life like it's not just one thing that catches but I if I could like pinpoint I think his just like personality and and openness mm-hmm. to just listening and then telling me like helping guide me like you can do these things we'll start here. Yeah. I don't if that because everybody needs it a little bit differently, right? Some people you can throw the entire thing at them and they can run with it. And some people need a little bit more of the, we're going to start here. It's going to be baby steps and mm-hmm. we're going to grow up to it. Because some people get overwhelmed easily by like, okay, go do all of this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no. Well, and I didn't come to him with, I, I actually asked him a question. I was like, why did you even take the time to meet someone like me who has nothing? Right. Like, what, what are you say? looking for? And I think he just saw growth minds. I think. He, yeah. I don't remember exactly what he I said. mean, we'll meet with anybody, right? Like, if somebody reaches out and they want to know about us or a thing, like, mm-hmm. we'll meet with anybody. Yeah. But again, it has to be a right fit yep. for everybody. And if it's not a good fit, mm-hmm. then for even just one person, it's not a good fit. Right. Like, if Tyler and I meet with somebody and I'm like, yeah, no, I, I'm not feeling it or... XYZ makes me nervous or whatever, then it's a no. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Yeah. It's just because if one of us has a feeling, it's going to. Yeah. It's not going to work. You know, we just have a good intuition. I was about to say, you just kind of know. Yeah. Because I wear my emotions on it. Like, I'm a very emotional like, no, I don't come into the office bawling no. and bring my sh- outside shit in. But I, you know yeah. how, how you're feeling. I'm feeling yeah. without me saying it. I wear my heart. Is that wearing your heart on your sleeve? Yeah, I think so. A little bit. You just kind of, I I came and I was just real. And I was like, yeah. this is where I'm at. This is who I am. I have nothing and I need to be trained. <laughs> and and, but I'm ready to do trained, this. And you're killing it. Yes. So. Yeah, thanks. That's exciting. I love it. Yeah. We're going into year three. Can you believe it's already been three years? No. Mm-hmm. When did you start? November. I think I got licensed in November, the mid-November. Of is 2021? Of, yes. Yep, 2021. And then by the time EXP got me in, like, the system and stuff, I it was closer to, I think, Christmas-ish. Wow. Definitely had to work with holidays, and they did super good. Yeah, considering I remember that when you were like trying to get your like license finalized mm-hmm. and stuff, you're like waiting on the state, yeah. and it was like just a pain. It's been a super cool, awesome journey to look back and to like, because it's you so- guys were still getting yourselves into EXP two moving right. over. Yeah, so we were all kind of just starting out, but I had the confidence that Tyler knew what he was doing, of course, and that don't I, give him all the credit. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Maybe I should have met with you. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. But I was just like, yeah, it was a big transition. But, yes, I know what you're putting down. It was such a big transition, and I still don't know how I one survived it, and two. Well, and he had that he had you and all the systems in yeah. place, and that's what it wasn't. I have this. Like, right. he didn't say. Oh me. no, no, no. It was. I knew that. We have systems. We still are making systems. It just, it takes a lot of time. Well, it's like as soon as you get something ironed out and perfect, then it changes and you don't need that anymore. Things are evolving. So it's just like, your CRM is changing to a new. (laughs) Okay, we won't bring that up. (laughs) Moving on. I hate serums. It's just so hard and people don't understand it. Like I was trying to explain it to Tommy. He's like, well, isn't it just easy? It works. And I was like, no, like it's basically like coding on the back end. And I don't know how to code. No, but I just follow the guidelines online and then the guides don't work. So like last week at one point in time, I had tech support up with Gmail, GoDaddy, and our CRM, and I'm talking to three different people. At and the you're like, same I don't even time. know the language to tell you what's wrong here. No, but it's so messed up. Yeah, and <laughs> I can only yeah, imagine. that was fun, but it's working now yep. with one little wrinkle. But I think we that's something it. else. So yeah, <laughs> it's always something. So. You know, as soon as you think everything's perfect and working, something breaks. Exactly. So, so. it's just the art of fixing it every time, one day at a time. One day at a time. Yes. So well. Thanks for coming on. That's mm-hmm. all I have for you today. Um, you. We'll have you back on in a little while. And yeah. Roll from there. Fun. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we will see you in a few weeks.